got out to use a phone or what? Where's the other one? At the dentist. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? Going well. How you doing? Not too shabby. I think I sound a little better than the last episode. The... I think the COVID's yeah. finally cleared. You're shaking it? Uh, as uh, Shaking this round? As Phoebe, your friends would say, I lost my sexy voice. Now it doesn't yeah. sound like a regular dork like I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> we got to put it, we get the, like, the COVID filter. Put it <laughs> yeah. You sound, yeah. There you go. Phlegm filter. Yeah. I, th- I think that's yeah. a setting in right. GarageBand somewhere. There's a lot of filters. There's probably one for phlegmy. There should be. It should. Right. I think, you know, maybe I'll design that and like I could just make, can you make millions off of just having some sort of, of a filter? Of one filter? <laughs> I don't know. Sell the license? <laughs> you could try it. Maybe it'll just be a start to your collection. Of right. I don't know what else to do. Flemmy, stuffy up, nose. We'll come up with more. Yeah, stuffy nose, runny nose, mm-hmm. uh, strep throat, right. whatever. <clears throat> yeah, that sounds good. All yeah. right, so I know you were busy this last couple of weeks. Did you get a chance to watch anything on TV? I did. did. I think so. I watched some some stuff that was crap that I don't even want to talk about, and <laughs> and then on. I watched uh, The Watcher. Did you have you seen that? Oh, and you you consider that one of the good ones? <laughs> well, of the other ones I watched, yeah, <laughs> it was in, in comparison. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sadly, we stopped yeah. after like episode three. Did you really? Yeah, it just got oh, come on. Too, I don't know. Uh, and I did uh, read too that like like everyone was complaining at the end. It was the worst ending of any TV show ever. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that. And the thing is, anytime they say like based on a true story, that hooks me. Right. Well, but did you hear? Falsely. Did you read about the true story? Well, yeah, it's not, it's not anything know, like I mean, it. based on it. Right. Yeah, there was a family that lived in a house, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. that much was true. <laughs> that got letters. That was it. That was the only <laughs> yeah. similarity. R- right. I mean. But then, like, I, wa- I watched The Sinner. Oh, is that still going? And like, what? I don't know. We started. Because we that one's like one of those started, that comes back every year, but it's like a different main character. Yeah. So we started on season four for somehow. We just didn't realize it. I don't think it matters. It. Yeah. Season four, episode one. And we stopped watching it because <laughs> I, I was like, this is dragging on. And I, at this point, I don't even care who killed the person. Yeah, or whatever, I, I yeah. think we watched like a couple episodes of the first one and stopped. Too. Not, I don't think it was that necessarily bad. We just, I don't know whatever happened. I mean, most things like I start watching, I'm I'm committed. If it sucks or not, I got to finish it. But yeah, uh, I hear you. That, that one, that one, it was just a, a, a time drain. <laughs> so I stopped, stopped watching it. Uh, okay. Um, and um, I think, and you know, of course, the patient. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I forgot about that. I gotta go watch that. I was trying to think of something to watch the other day, and I couldn't remember. Dude, you, yeah, you gotta watch that. And then, yeah. and I envy you because there are ten episodes. Nine of them have been released at this point where we speak. Second is Benjamin. And, uh, yeah, you could binge them where I have to wait week after week. I don't have to be like you. Yeah, but I did hear. Um, I guess uh, you know our friends from uh, the Smartless podcast had uh, oh, yeah. Steve Carell on. <laughs> friends, and, friends of the pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he he said that it was what interested him was it was uh, you know script was by the the same creators as the Americans. Oh, okay. Um, so I had not seen that, so I started watching that tonight. Yeah, that's yeah. I've heard good things about that show. I never went and watched it, though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you know Smartless is going to give us an equal shout out on their show, like we do for them. So, oh yeah, just I'm wait, sure. waiting to hear it. So. I'm sure. All right. How about you? So, what have you been watching? <sighs> Not much. Um, I wow. 
so just the other I feel like I feel like I can always count on you to I know something. I don't know why the other night uh I did watch uh Bullet Train with uh Brad Pitt Oh really yeah. Is that like on is it streaming already No it's you know you could rent on demand Oh okay So it was it was oh. pretty good um I think yeah, it was I mean, overly long it was lo- longer than it needed to be um sure. I think that kind of made it, you know, drag a little bit. But it was one of those movies, like, seems to be the thing now where, like, they have a character come out and, like, five minutes later they'll, like, do, they go, boom, put his name up and, like, flashback to, you know, okay. something from a few years ago, then come back. You know, they have to do that for everybody, which, I mean, like, okay, it's that's been done several times now. Let's try something new. Um, but uh, it, there were a lot of cameos in this thing, though. Ton of cameos. Really? Yeah, a ton of cameos, and I think, so, it's set in Japan, and there were a bunch of people I didn't know, but I have a feeling they were, like, Japanese, um, you know, movie stars or whatever. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, just Mike, based you, on the, you don't quite have, the, you don't have the international no. uh, palette. Right, from, but based on what I could tell, it seemed like, you know, most of these people, not all of them, but, you know, some were um, well-known, so... Yeah. Um, but no, no, it was fine. You know, it was just, I just think it was too long. It was just like over a little over two hours long. Yeah. Action, little, action little packs? Or... For the most part, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but there was a little bit, it's maybe too much exposition in some points. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there was something else I watched. But I, I think because, you know, we were out of town for a little bit in between. So that didn't help. And like I said, we did watch some of the Watcher, but like, do we talk about? Yeah, do we talk about that? Do we? Um, I know we <laughs> talked about. I meant to say, I can't remember if I said that. You know, when we were driving at one point, my wife was reading the story of it, so we kind of like filled ourselves in before we watched it, and then we watched it. We're like, what the hell is oh. this? <laughs> this is nothing. So, um, yeah, we gave up on it. So and I don't I can't think of anything else I've watched. So well, nothing else super exciting, I guess. I guess, especially I'm sure nothing as exciting as today's feature. Nothing can be exciting as today's show. A special <laughs> a very special episode of A Man Called Hawk. And we yes. say very special because there's only thirteen episodes of the series. So Every episode is special. True, true. Wouldn't you say that? Yeah, I would. And I mean, surprisingly, there's a you know in in the thirteen episodes, there seems to be quite a few guest stars, like well known right. guest stars. Yeah, we we t- <laughs> which didn't help. It didn't seem to help. No, the series. But like we talked about it, up. some people were like, you know, well, I guess Wesley Snipes eighty nine. He was popular at that point. Chris Noth. And eighty nine, I don't know, I don't know how super popular he was, but like some people, it's like yeah, you see their name, you like know who they are now, but like back then, did they have the weight to right, pull this right. show out of the depth? So and so this they had the talent, yeah, yeah, yeah. But did they have the weight? And this is a, a spinoff of Spencer for Hire. Um, right, right. He was, you know, Hawk was in. I don't know if he was in every episode, but he was in most of them, I think. Yeah, and he was more of like the street resource for for Spencer. I mean... Kind of like operating in the gray area. Yeah. Now, you know, Spencer for Hire itself um, was on for three years, so not super long. No, but for some reason that left Um, left an impact. I remember, I just, you know... Right, so it's... Mental imprint. But it looks like, you know, I I was looking at um, the... Uh, I think it was on the Wikipedia page, and it listed like the ratings for the show. It started off strong, and then it just kept going down and down. Yeah. So, I'm not sure why that is, but that's just what no. happened. That's how things go sometimes. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I don't know if I watched it ever. No. Before this, <laughs> I don't, I don't uh, think I did either. <laughs> Maybe that's why. Yeah. But um. <clears throat> This, I tried to hit the cough button, and I hit it after I stopped coughing. Okay. Good. Good one. <laughs> but this, yeah, this show started in 89. So right. I was in college. You were in college. 
Yeah. We didn't have a whole lot of time to be sitting <laughs> we around. Had, we had better things to do <laughs> right. in 89. Yeah, so it's TV. not like, I mean, I watched TV in college for sure. But it wasn't yeah. a lot of primetime stuff, no. you know? No. I mean, I will say, I do remember watching The Simpsons a lot. And America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> I remember watching a lot of, like, Gomer Pyle and Andy Griffith. Right, because you'd watch the really stuff, like, stuff. in between classes or, like, when classes are yeah, waiting right. for the cafeteria to open. Exactly. But, yeah, a man, a man called Hawk was not on no. at that time. Yeah. But um, let's let's jump into this. Bad boy. Yeah, it's uh, you know wait be, before we do. Yes. So I, I want to dust off our conversation that we had. How we, I, I think we were talking about a man called Sloan, right? right? Which we and I was getting I was getting Hawk right confused with with the guy <laughs> on a man called Sloan. You want to say that out loud? Yeah, I do only because. <laughs> Watch what you say. A man here. called. I think a band called Hawk, a man called Sloan. It was too you know, similar. Yeah, in your long in your time brain. ago. Yeah, and, and I wanted to say Hawk had like removable fingers, but right, you know, he 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 doesn't. They were both right. well. Sloan was the other character, but what was his name? Turbo, Turbo? No, Turbine. What was no, his name? No, Torque. I can't remember. Torque. Torque. Yeah. Torque. Torque and Hawk were both badass characters, but it's just True. Hawk. Didn't need the uh, appendage to be cool. He just had his right. sunglasses and his outfits. <laughs> right. And, right. Because I will head. say for um, a guy who I don't know what he is. <laughs> like, is he a private like, eye? What is he? Like, <laughs> what line of work is right, he in? Exactly. That's what I mean. I don't know what he does. But he's got some, he's got some stylish clothes. But if you remember this, uh, um, Spencer for hire, the first episode we saw, he was in it. Remember, he was driving a Lamborghini around in the snow in Boston. Oh, wow. Remember, yeah. Yeah. like he just yeah, doesn't yeah. even care. He's like, "Fuck it, I don't no, care man. that this is a Lamborghini. I'm driving this guy in the snow. I'll get some fucking snow I, tires for this thing." <laughs> exactly. I'll put chains <laughs> on the wheels here. <laughs> Can you even? I don't even think they make snow tires for the size of that car. The tires are needed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, custom like custom tire manufacturers be like, "What moron is going to buy tires this size?" Because <laughs> yeah, they were really right. wide. Yeah. All right, we're we're getting sidetracked, but that's fine. We are. We're totally getting sidetracked. But um, before, like, before we even really get into it, I got to play a little of the intro. So, friend of the show, Chris on uh, uh, Twitter, he watched it beforehand, and he's like. Wow, the eight, the intro is so 80s. And it is. It is super 80s. But I don't think it fits the tone of the show at all, in my opinion. Here, let me play a little bit for you. Uh, okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to play it that long. I couldn't find the stop button. It kind of goes into like a sci-fi, right? Kind of it's just, thing. I don't know. It's just weird. It, 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 and it doesn't like the tone of it. Doesn't seem like it's going to be a show about some <coughs> badass guy that just takes people down. You know, right? It right, almost right. seems like, like it'd be like a Beverly Hills Cop thing where it's going to be all fun. People are going to be joking right. the whole time. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, Axel Foley yeah. was that his uh-huh. name? Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, you know your stuff, um, Mike. I do, <laughs> and and really, the only thing I have to say about the the intro is it was pretty, you know, nothing real mentionable about it, um, other than the hawk flying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And the moon. So, um, and there's a point at the end where uh, Hawk's head is like in front of the moon, almost like a uh, like an eclipse. eclipse. Yeah, and then he lets out this little smile that I feel like the smile ruins his character. Like it like breaks character when he smiles. 
And he does that once in the show too. And I'm like, right. And, it's, it's, smile. and it almost looks like it hurts him to smile when he does it. The yeah. Show. It's like, I know how to do this. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he's straining, but, um, all right. So we start out, we'll get right into it. Right. Okay. I say, get right into it. We're, I haven't done that yet, but he's, I don't know what is driving through a tunnel. It's nighttime. It's raining. Not the best of conditions. It never is. Even for, a show like for this. filming, I would it's think always it's always bad weather. The conditions. Yeah. It's always raining. So, and we see, I love this when you see a man get out of the car and you just see his feet <laughs> with his awesome and boots. It, right. And then it just pans up and it's, it's our man. Yeah. And he's, uh, he's ready to go here. And then some random like loiterer, <laughs> loiterer. Is just like, he's like, I don't believe it. It's Hawk or what something like you know I don't right. know. Right, he's back, yeah. and he's just like what it is or <laughs> someone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I can't be really I can't cool. be half as cool as him, you yeah. know. No, but yeah. And he says something about how the other city wasn't home, right? Doesn't he say that? Well, yeah, he goes. To, he visits this older dude, the philosopher. I'm not even sure what this older guy is. He's just called the old man in the credits. So that's okay. all you so need to know. So he's just just like this old dude who's like a very philosophical. Right. Kind of like a father figure in a way, right? Almost like, like a sensei to, uh, um, you know, to like. The kung fu guy, whatever his name is, the like grasshopper or whatever, you know what I mean? He's like got he's got some wisdom, so he does. They do philosophical banter throughout the the show, but yeah, he does say it doesn't. He's like the other city didn't feel right, so now he's in D.C. And I don't know if this is like his, you know, a mentor or yeah. I I, I think that's what we're supposed to believe. It's some sort of mentorship type thing, or that's you know, I I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I, in this one particular episode, I didn't couldn't figure it out. The guy right, is in right. ten of the thirteen episodes, so. so yeah. So he's a he's a staple. In this, yeah. But, um, so th- then we we pan to some hoods in a hotel room, um, <laughs> and one guy. It sounds like, and I'm not sure. One guy says he's. I, I thought he said he identified Hawk. He identified somebody and wanted to be paid for it, right? I thought so too, but I'm not sure if that's what it was or not. But yeah, but he's no, like, no. Maybe that sounds uh, maybe right. I don't know. What was his name? Track, track, tracks, or something like that, right? Tracks I don't know. Something like that, right? um, tractor. Cool no. Um, hold on, I'll find I, it. Yeah, I put track. I put tracked. But so there's three guys. So tracked is one of them, and. Um, there's another guy. He's sitting at a table. They're like eating fast food or something. They're, they're, and then the, you got cards the too. Thir- Wasn't he play, playing with oh, cards? Oh, cards. Okay, yeah. Then like the third guy's in bed, stroking a gun, like fully clothed. I don't know what his deal is. He was Tracton. Just, Tracton was his Tracton. Name. Okay. All right. I'll yeah, be calling him Tracked throughout this whole thing because that's well. He called him Tracks the whole time. So okay. All right. So it, he wants to be paid. You know, so the one guy reaches in his pocket to pay him, but tracked it, had already picked his pocket <laughs> and like, yeah. You know. And it, he kind of alluded to like, you know, sleight of hand or right, like, you know, right, redirection. So I thought, okay, he's some type of magician, right? And you know, at this point, when he's talking to him, when he's you know talking about being like, he doesn't say he's a magician, but he's you know alludes to some fact that he's like a magician or whatever, right? Like you said, right? right Did he have right. a rabbit's foot in his hand? <laughs> When he was talking at one point, <laughs> I don't know. I Did swore he was that. like, like stro- I'm like, is this thing going to be bad? Because what was that other show? There was another show, remember, where they had a rabbit's foot the whole time? Oh, yeah. I don't yeah, remember yeah. what show that what was, was from. Because we went off yeah. on a whole tangent about rabbits yeah, being. Well, I thought they were real. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't... I thought there were a bunch of like footless rabbits. All right, out there guys, if you listen the... to all of our shows or them, do you remember which one was the rabbit? Because we don't. I know right, that right. I did make some sort of uh, audio clip from it, though, and like have an image of a rabbit's foot <laughs> out there. I just got to find it, and I'll know which one it was. But wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, where where we? Okay, so yeah, so they're in the room. One, he's already stole the money from him. Then what happens? He. Um, so 
So he he walks through a door. I thought he was leaving, but I think it was the bathroom. Right. <laughs> he was leaving too. Yeah. I'm like, so, so they let him get up and leave or go to the bathroom. But then as soon as he shuts the door, like they get up to like go get him. Yeah. To go murder him. Why wait? I don't. Like, why wait? I don't, why? I don't know. I don't know. But then they go and he's he's gone. So they're like, what the hell? So they run to the front door of like the hotel or wherever they're at. And they open the door, and he's he's there. <laughs> right. Well, one guy goes out the like, win- window where there's a fire escape, and the other guy goes out the front door, and he gets taken out oh, by okay. him because he's waiting there. Okay, yeah. I didn't see the guy go out the window. He, or he did something like that, yeah. Yeah, well, I think he did because they, uh, they ended up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was thinking, I, how did they get on the roof? But um, that, that must just be where they went. Right, and I think uh, the other guy really is a magician because how did he get to both places at the same time? The other, both two different people did. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Um, and so what? They're like, well, so before we're, we go to the roof, we go back to the the philosophical guy, the old man, and I guess Hawk gave him a book. Right. I don't know what the hell the book was, or what's he? It was called the Souls of Black Folk. It's a like a real book from like 1903 from Dubois about you know, it's it's a what is it? It's a seminal work in the history of sociology and a cornerstone of African American literature. So, and so, this is an example of like they were really building up Hawk to be much more than like the street thug that we once thought he was. He, he's right. Like, he's deep. Right. This guy's deep. And so, since you said that, I'm gonna—I was gonna hold the off on this until later. But I'll, let's just do it now. Let's do it. I will say, no and I said this on Twitter to Chris too. I will say that he is so deep that at some points I am not sure what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, like he, like that. he's speaking in riddles and quotes, maybe and stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like. I don't know like, yeah, what you were saying. I feel like he's like he's like quoting a poem or right, something. Right, or something. I've never heard of it. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Know. He's like when Dennis Miller used to try to sound really smart and throw weird quotes at you. And you would just laugh because it sounded funny. You didn't laugh because you knew what he was talking about. It just sounded right, funny. Right. Not that you're laughing at Hawk because he'll just straight up fucking kill you. He'll, pu- he'll punch you. <laughs> he'll just yeah. fucking knock your head off. But yeah. it's just, you know, and it's it's like they wanted to make this character such a certain way that they put this stuff some, sometimes I just think it was. It was overkill. Right, exactly. Like yeah. sometimes he just wouldn't even say like uh, anything in a sentence that was just like regular people words. They were all right, like right. esoteric and as I throw out right. a big word. Let's build I, up to that. Let's um, not try to dump it all in the first episode, but yeah. You know, yeah, they, exactly. They really cultured like, him. Do they dumb him down later? And you know, still like the average <laughs> person can understand what he's talking about. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and like in he, Spencer for Hire, I'm sure he was like this to a point, and it was probably fine because you would see him for like little snippets. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. um, yeah. like we did what two episodes of Spencer for Hire? I'm not sure he was in both, but I'm not. I can't remember. I don't even know to be honest. I know he was in the first one for sure. Anyway, um, all right, but then so then we then we cut to the roof where the the one hood is looking for track, and he's like oh, wait were they at a the roof? Shadows. I wrote here were they at a shipping port? <laughs> was that the roof? I, I think it was the roof. <laughs> I said roof, roof. roof. I'm not sure how to go there. <laughs> Why does this come up in every episode? That's right. I'm not going to say this word anymore. <laughs> uh, so so and oh oh so then so he's up on the roof. And Track takes out. This is why I really thought he was a magician because he took out this little, like a smoke ball or whatever. And like I thought he was going to disappear, but he threw it and used it for like misdirection. And the guy shoots over at wherever he threw this. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Um, and this is where I wrote then, down. Did he have a rabbit's foot? It must have been. I don't know. It must have. have been something else too. So then that misdirection leads the guy to think that. Somehow, track fell over the edge of the building, and he goes to take a look, and then well, he's behind him. Well, no, doesn't he? I th- I thought like he sees tracks yeah, like jump, yeah, like like we see it yeah. too, and then somehow he's freaking behind him. I'm like, come on, yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, I know he stabs he's, a dude. We find like, out later he's special forces, but he's not like a wizard. He, yeah, <laughs> I know, right? But they make him out to be like a like a wizard. You're right. I think, and then at this point, I think they dropped the whole magic thing. And pretty then much they go into special yeah, forces. That so. was pretty much all you see about magic from this guy. S- somebody, somebody probably is like, "Hey, this magic thing isn't going to play out. Let's let's make him a special forces." We can't guy. do this the whole episode, right? How would Hawk have met him? You know, right at the magic convention, or you know. Um, so then we see Hawk at this jazz club watching practice or something during the day. No idea why. Nothing really happened. Literally no idea. Like, at this point, you're like, what did he go here for? Because he goes, they're practicing. So the chairs are all up on the tables. He's sitting there without his glasses on. I think he, like, kind of half smiles, puts his shades on, and leaves. Yeah, that was one of the smiles. (laughs) I'm like, were they just trying to pad the runtime a little bit? Or maybe they're like, yeah, look, he likes music, too. I mean, I will say that he does uh, come back here later, but we didn't even see this. Um, But he walks out, and there's a couple couple of suits watching him. Yep. And uh, they, they come after him to grab him. And they're like, you're coming with us. And I found this pretty funny, the way this went down. He just kind of looks at him, one on each side of him. And then the next scene, you see him throwing them out of their own car. Or one of where, them, at where, least, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, at least one of them, where he, uh, you know, Clearly, he was in control the whole time. Right. So, and then he goes to the the office where the guy is that sent him to find, sent these two guys, and he's pissed, rightly so. And I have a little, um, a little minor, a little very small yeah. snippet because I just found this one line funny that he says, like, <laughs> the guy's like, "Where's the other guy?" Here, quick. You got out of use the phone or what? Where's the other one? At the dentist. <laughs> that was good. Right? But he's like, would yeah. you forget how to use a phone? What's wrong? You know? So obviously he already yeah. knows. They know each other. And right, right. So it turns out he wants him to find the other guy that we saw earlier. Um, right. They worked together. They were in special forces together. I don't know if we find that out now, but that's... You know, yeah, I think he said know. he Trex is working for this guy, the colonel. They call him a colonel. Or he, at and, least he was, yeah. It, right, right, he was. And then, you know, Hawk and Trex have some history. Right. They, they were, and he's yeah. gone kind of rogue. He's gone, kind of gone Jason Bourne right. before Jason Bourne. Right, right. So now Hawk is, you know, movies. if you think about it, he's more, he's like a mercenary kind of. You know, trying to—I guess that would be the closest occupation I could give him at this point. Yeah, he's like a freelance. Yeah, yeah, freelance mercenary. Right. Yeah, you wouldn't really call he's him like a the private equalizer. Eye. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty pretty good. Wow. Yeah. All right. Um, so now, for some reason, <laughs> we go to a high school where. He, oh yeah. This whole yeah, storyline, I have no idea except for the whole Angela Bassett part. Like, they were trying to make them an item, I guess. So, yeah. all of a sudden, he's at high school and watching football practice. Yeah, not creepy right, at all. Right. Just to have some guy hiding in the bleachers watching. <laughs> watching right, with a 357 you, the, Magnum the in his The band is there, too. So, he's just watching kids. And then uh, Angela Bassett shows up. But she knows him. She looks like right. she called him over, I guess. Let's um, hope. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I wrote that. I had to read my my words for a second, try to understand what I was trying to say. But like, she has a job for him. I'm like, is he going to take out some high school kids? <laughs> yeah, right. This punk is getting a C. I want you to put a bullet. I in know, him. like, what yeah. the hell? But it turns out that she's like, um, she's a teacher, not a counselor, right? That's what I was trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds like she was a teacher. And she kind of took one kid under his wing, her wing. That was struggling right. in school. She got him, you know, be doing better. And he's a star football player. But there's some guy that keeps showing up. She thinks he's going to be like in a Big Ten. And there's some guy showing up that keeps offering him stuff to come over there. And she thinks it's going to ruin his chance to be able right, to go to right. a college. Which I didn't know that back in the 80s they gave a shit about that. I thought it was just like, yeah, they're going to give these kids all the free shit they can to get them to come to school there. Yeah, right. <laughs> And, in the eighties, I mean, when on. are you gonna t- when are you gonna turn that shit away? Like, yeah, here's you know here's a 
you know, a, a kid who's got it rough. Yeah. He's good probably. at football, and there's a, a scout here that's going to probably give him a free ride to college. So, yeah. uh, well, this is that's the point. She said that he's like doing some bad deal, like things that would ruin his chances, you know, if he gets caught. Yeah. But again, back in the 80s, so, I didn't think they really got caught doing that kind of things very no, often. It was like, yeah. It was, uh, it was an open book. No one cared. Yeah. So they send Hawk over to kick his ass. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Pretty much. And like, he's like, in two seconds, he just goes over there and just grabs him by the shoulder and just, they see him like throw him, not like throw him any, like, like into the car, basically, I think. Yeah. Or he like, like pushes him down or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like... I got a clip here. I think this is the right spot, but <laughs> I, I had to take this clip because I, I, I like his, like, Reaction, reaction at the end, but I think this is the right one. Hockey's offering Lionel money, all kinds of stuff to get him to sign early with him. He could screw up everything about school, trying to sink his teeth into young kids like that. I told him to get lost myself, but he just laughed at me. I'd like to bust his head myself. You'd be better as a school mom. Uh. <laughs> You'd be better as a School mom. <laughs> and like the laugh at the end is what cracks me up. Like I can't yeah. do his voice at all. I, I mean, I, you, you do it perfect. You do it perfect. No, I don't. <clears throat> but um, I just, I just the, the way he left, it just kind of, it cracked me up. I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but it did. Um, well, he thought it was funny. So. Yeah. What else here? So now we go back to the colonel. And his uh, right-hand man basically are uh, walking and talking about Hawk. Um, what? The younger guy is worried about him, but Colonel says, hey, no, he's the only one that could find this guy. He's like, they used to work together in special forces. Uh, the number two is like, well, what happens when he finds the guy? And he's like, uh, basically, he's talking like they're going to take both of them out if that happens. Yeah, good luck. Right. At, at, at this point, yeah, the, the number two guy, his name's David. Um, my note here says David. David is a whiny bitch because he he just keeps asking, "What if? What if he gets this? What if he goes rogue? What if he's this?" And the colonel's like, "Shut the hell up! I'm you know, right. let me think. I've been doing this for thirty years. I've been doing this when you were in diapers. That's right. But then that was just a quick scene, and then we cut the hawk, and he's at I don't know what the hell this is an orphanage or something, and. Uh, he's talking to a, to a nun where they dropped off this girl, Lisa, and he's asking about the man. Hey, you remember the guy I was with 20 years ago when we dropped off this girl? I don't know how many years ago it was. On TV and shows, nuns, like, nuns remember, and actually I shouldn't say this, and probably real life too, nuns remember like every orphan that comes through. Yeah. But she's like... Uh, I should say every... I don't, but... Yeah, go ahead. But you, could, you can find, you know, you can go ask Lisa herself. She's over at the symphony... Since she graduated, she's like a gifted music person. Yeah, musician. Right. So which often, ha- which often happens with orphans. Yes. They they just have it really good usually. They go they go on to become music prodigies. <laughs> right? right. Usually they never have any um, kind of. Never mind. Right. But his whole story was like, "Hey, remember when we dropped that girl off here? <laughs> it's a, it's a, like basically him and the girl's father." Dropped her off to protect her. They saved. Like, her where was the mom? Something in Vietnam, dude. I was she in Vietnam? I don't know. We never. We never. Maybe. Which did he meet her there? Is that what happened? They, did maybe. they not rescue the mom? They just rescued the daughter. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she wasn't rescued. Maybe she was already dead. That's possible. Like we can only take one. We you know. We only have room in the uh, chopper for one. Yeah, right. Uh, we'll come back. What? All right. So so anyway, so yeah. now so he ends up at Symphony Hall where magically she's just practicing the piano by herself on the stage. She's the only one there. <laughs> the only in one. This gigantic auditorium. Right. right. And uh I found this a little unsettling the way he comes up to her first. Like I'd be if I was her, I would have just ran out of there, but here I got a I got a clip of him trying to find out if she remembers him. Chopin. A lyrical technician, as a friend once called him. That's a perfect description. Do you know me? No. I'm Hawk. 
And I knew you once in another place, Lisa Swema. Do you remember now? I really don't want to. 1975, <laughs> war was over. Father called me, go back to Vietnam. Back to hell is what he said. <laughs> Do you know wow. me? No. I knew you before, and he says her name, right? And then he's like, <laughs> then she's like, <laughs> right. I really don't. And he starts keeps keeps going. Nineteen seventy. <laughs> just be, I just paint this like horribly bleak picture for her. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really odd. She's like, okay, psycho. And she's then she's just like, ah, I haven't seen my dad, so right. See ya. <laughs> yeah. And then he 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 leaves, and she continues playing. Because I don't know. Do we at this point? Have we seen him call her yet? I can't remember because I know they've. They yeah, seen yeah. Him, earlier talk. Yeah, Trek. Trek was on the phone. Yeah. I'm like, he must be talking to his girlfriend or something. I didn't know, but yeah, it turns out it was his daughter. Yeah, I. Um, I can't remember. Oh, he, she does say to him. She's like, "Why are you looking for him?" She's like, "He's like because others are." And yeah, he's like, right. He's like, "You play exquisitely," and then he just leaves. I mean, right. I'd be like, I'd go to whatever security is in that building be like, don't let that dude back <laughs> right. in again. Can, can we lock the doors? Yeah. yeah. Do okay. we need to leave this open How did to he get everybody? Right. <laughs> um, but th- so then, then we cut to the cemetery where Hawk, this is where he's like narrating a poem. <laughs> he's or like doing a sermon a or something. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. This must be her mom, I, I guess. Right. I think. I don't remember the tombstones. You know what? I was so distracted <laughs> by the fact that he was like speaking aloud <laughs> I didn't even think about why is he there. So yeah, maybe it was her mom. Wow. Now I feel shallow for not even wondering what he was doing at the cemetery. But um but yeah, then then Trax shows up and he joins in. So apparently right. this is some something they It must be some know, famous site together. Yeah. yeah. Um and then like, you know, most people do after the cemetery, they hit the jazz club. Right. First they talk yeah. a little bit. Again, don't know what they're saying cuz they're like talking in quotes and riddles. And yeah, it's like all poetic. Yeah. And then uh yeah, tracks like what does the colonel want? <laughs> He's like, well, "What do you think?" Right, right. And then at the jazz club, really all we learn is all, all these badass skills that they both have. Right. And the training that they had. Exactly. Through. So it's just kind of get us up to speed on you know these guys are both trained freaking killers. Right. So and then they leave, um, and their drinks are not even touched. If you notice that they're totally oh, full. No. No. Yeah. Wow. He's like, come walk with me. Before Did they we have to pay part. for those? I don't know. If they didn't even touch them. I mean. Um. um so what? So yeah. So so they're walking the street. I, I'm walking in the street. Who's walking in the street? These two guys. Hawking tracks. Yeah. Okay. And we find out Hawk was in Asia and he got a call and said he wanted Trax. No, wait. He was in Asia and got a call and said he wanted Trax to come in as a special agent. I, I don't know if that's the colonel telling him that. <laughs> I think that's what I it was. Either. I think the colonel called him and wanted him yeah, to Yeah, because I have agent. like the story is the colonel called Trax and wanted right. him to work with him. Yeah. So I dumbed, I dumbed it down a little bit, but yeah. And, um, and Hawk is like, dude, you got the money. Just take it and. Right. Bolts. Right, because get out, get out of town. Trax even says, he's like, while I was out there, I got a call. They want me to come in. He's like, I had a bad feeling. He's like, so I just bolted, which probably a smart yeah. thing to do. Any movie that I've ever seen where you're some sort of spy and they call you back in, it's never yeah. good. No, it, it reminds me of like the mafia movies where they're like, yeah, we come, come in at 430. We want to see you. And then the guy, you know, he takes off all his jewelry and goes in, and they kill him <laughs> in the plastic or whatever. You know? Yeah, but uh, either that or he's going to be burned. Like, did you ever see Burn Notice back in the day? No, no, I don't think I did. Yeah, it was um, any good? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Jen or my wife watched it more. It was like Burn Notice. Yeah, like he was a spy, and then he gets burned. Like they just basically like dump him off somewhere, and uh, with. Nothing. No money, no nothing, no, like, history or any, like, you know, it's, like, wiped clean. Oh, yeah, interesting. And uh, Bruce Campbell's in it with him, and then he becomes basically, like, almost like a private, like, a, like almost like a, a hawk guy, really. Okay. So, anyway, uh, where, do we, where were we? So, yeah, hawk asks if he has money, like you All said, right. yeah. 
Yeah. So they're talking and they're oh, walking yeah. across, I guess, a bridge or whatever. And this always, car comes barreling out of nowhere and tries, tries to run him over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, shots are fired. And it, it appears the tracks is dead. He gets killed or shot or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but, you know, Hawk survives. He looks over. Kind of <laughs> Hawk survived getting hit by a car that's doing at least 40 miles an hour. Oh, he did. That's right. He and did he get lunched, hit. That's right. Goes over the hood and the roof. Now, right. keep that in mind for a second for later on in this episode. Yeah. Um, anyway. And, and then, so yeah, so you know, now Trax is missing because he went in the water, but no, you know, we don't see him, his body. Yeah. No. Of course um, not. Right. And then how goes to see the colonel to try to find out some more, and. I don't know, the colonel, I can never figure this guy out. Is he legit? Yeah. I don't know what his Because he's like, because Hawk's ready to, uh, um, do I have a clip of this too? Yeah, Hawk is like ready to beat the shit out of him because he's like, thinks that he set this up. He's like, I had nothing to do with it. He's like, you know, I think you could still find him. But here, I got a clip of this here because I found this particular part funny. Take this. It's a permit for your gun. It was hell to come by, but I got it. I will carry my piece without your piece of paper. In this town, you'll carry it a lot easier with it than without it. It'll be on fire. You have full clearance from my office as long as you're in D.C. I also took care of the incident on the bridge. You won't hear any more about that either. The incident on the bridge, said he. The incident on the bridge said he couldn't he just say now it's an incident on the bridge or something. But I do like how he like worked to get a permit for this his gun. He's like, nah, don't need it. I'm like, yeah, you can too. I mean Yeah. I mean, and he's got like a giant gun too. It's like a I mean you probably It's a three fifty seven, I think. I was gonna say, you know, probably more than I do. But it's like a cannon he shoots off in the street. Mind you, they almost get run over by a car three two or three times. Multiple shots are fired. Cop never shows up at all while they're out there. Yeah, right. And they're right. in, like, D.C. You're right. <laughs> yeah, right. And then, you know, after this whole uh, exchange with the colonel, the colonel also mentions that they didn't find Trek's body. Right. And so this is where Haw- Hawk smiles. And I just, I've got a little note here that says, Hawk smiles. Creepy. Because it, lo- it did look very, very out of place. I wrote it. I just wrote down, Hawk smiles, if you can call it that. So we both had similar um, ideas. Yeah, we, we both had a reaction. Yeah. Um, but then we, we follow up. We see Trax going to see his daughter, and he's got he had a vest on. Yeah, and he waited until he got to his daughter's place to take the vest off. Right. Well, you know, which it seems like maybe that's what you would do. But it always seems like after people get shot, they immediately like pull the vest off. Right. I think that's probably, just, probably a just a reaction because it's yeah. like yeah. you got shot. <laughs> like it hurts like hell, yeah. and you just want to take off the thing that made you hurt, even though it's not going to help you at all. <laughs> yeah, they come back and shoot you again without it. But, <laughs> that might but, be why he left it on. Yeah. But I think his plan at this point is to skip town. Right. And like he wants, wants some of the money him. that he sent her or gave her or whatever so he can get out of there. Or right, they both right. can – or no, she wants to go. He doesn't want to take her. Understandable. Right. But I think eventually he's he's like, all right, fine. It seems. We don't really know. Yeah. Um. And then we go we go back to this uh, oh the football player and the teacher right. <laughs> this is Which, so weird. What this again? So, what? It's so weird. So they are walking across the street, jaywalking, mind you, I think. And they have bags. They went shopping but again. They, why? They teach, why are they shopping together? Teacher and went shopping together. Right. And she, as they're walking and talking, you know, blah blah blah, joking around. She's like, oh, I forgot my card at the store. And she's like, can you go get it? And now I looked and I'm like, is she making a weird face? Like, did she really forget her card? Because she's not looking at her wallet or anything to notice that her card is missing. She just knows (laughs) that she has it. So he's like, hey, I'll go get it. And he turns and basically goes to run across the street, immediately hit by a car. Um, right, right. while her back is turned, she hears the screeching tires, and then we turn just to see him laying underneath the car, basically not not with the tires on right. top of him, but like the overhanging <laughs> the hood. 
No, but right. It, it, I mean, that car didn't even want to hit him. Like it didn't try to hit him. Right. But uh, it laid him out. Yeah, I thought he was dead. He was in, yeah, he he was in bad shape. You're not coming through. He was in bad shape. He was in bad shape. Yeah. Yeah. I sorry, I was playing with my mute button. Oh, well, it worked. Uh, <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Uh, so what happens? Now? So now we cut to Hawk talking to the teacher, like on a. Uh, they're walking in like uh, not a beach. I don't know where they're at, but outside by water, yeah. and she's filling them in. You know how how bad off he is, and she feels bad. Totally understandable. I would too. Um, <laughs> Hawk's reaction was kind of interesting. I thought for this situation, but here I'm going to play it for you. His hips broken, both legs in several places. There's internal bleeding. And he's out of danger. Man, child's alive. Yes, but it was no, so much. No more negative. Hands been dealt. It's over. Life, Bailey, babe. Football was everything to him, Hawk. My God, he may never walk again. Behold, he's still alive. You showed that boy's mind how to think, create. He did not hold his hand. You drove him. Can't be holding his hand now, especially when you got to come through this. I know. Tough love. <laughs> right? So a couple of thoughts. This kid is <laughs> fucked up. I mean, and he's like, you know, she's like internal bleeding. Well, he's out of the woods. No, he's not. He's got internal bleeding. Did you not hear that part? They That's still serious <laughs> right. stuff. It's not over. It's not yeah, like it's you don't happening. put like bandages inside your organs to stop internal bleeding. Um, <laughs> and then she's like, you know, like you said, tough love. She's like, you know, he's like, you can't hold, you held his hand through teaching him to use his mind or whatever he says. And he's like, oh no, you didn't hold his hand. And he's like, you can't hold it now when he, I'm like, but now is when he needs it. He literally can't walk. Yeah, right. I mean, you're going to yeah. give the kid a break. He's still like 17. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And you know, apparently he doesn't have parents, I guess. Tough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the deal is there, but, uh. And then, so, yeah, and then, so that wasn't it, though, because then they f- get to the car, and there's, a, like, a butterfly knife or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. In the car, and they're like, what is that? It's, like, it, it's a message to stop looking. Yeah, that's right, because I forgot we did see I, that same knife inside the jazz club. Just, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. Nice knife, but. Um, He's like, ah, free knife, sweet. And, and then, yeah, right, look what I found. Then next a thing, free you knife know, he's with someone his else's fingerprints on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, it's probably. I don't know what the technical term. It's would probably be. not his other I don't yeah, know what don't it know. is, but it's like yeah, that type of instrument. Right. But he's pounding on this thing, and the old man walks up. He's like, "You're upset." <laughs> and then there was some like he could tell by babble. he could tell by the type of music he was playing. <laughs> he was upset. Yes, that was a. Yeah, he could tell the internal struggle by the the music, but um, that, and then I don't know. That was it. He can play. <laughs> he can play that instrument. Yeah, that wasn't really. There were several right? scenes just, that were just like just what was the his, point? His skill set. Yeah. Like really, the whole then, football um, thing could have just gone. He didn't even need that whole storyline. Yeah. No. Right. No. No. Unless you know, unless that kind of is woven in throughout the season or something, I don't know. But I doubt it. Um, Angela Bassett's only in three episodes. So what do I have next? Uh, no, <laughs> next. Ep- All right, there goes that theory. What? <laughs> I know. I thought she was episodes. like a regular, like she was his girlfriend, but she's only in three episodes. Yeah, so did I. Because she's so in like that was and it's like number three and number nine, so there's like a gap. Hmm. Uh, okay, so where are we? Uh, so, so, so I think now. Um, oh, the colonel and and is on the street, and Trax shows up. Right, right. And so he can try to contact him. He wants to know if Hawk is okay. And he tells him, "Yeah, he's okay." And he wants him to come with him. And the guy's like, "Why? So I can go to the hospital? I can get medication?" So obviously, what they're, what they're going for is this guy's, you know. Lost touch with reality, maybe a little bit, you know, 
maybe a little PTSD or something like that before PTSD was really a th- not, I shouldn't say it wasn't not a thing, but not a known and uh, recognized recognized thing. Yes, thank you. <laughs> That's the word I want to use. Um, sure, but he's like, nah, nope, not doing that. Um, and then he tells him, he's like, hey, it wasn't me. I didn't try to take you out. And uh, he's like, come, come with me, come with an old friend. And what does he do instead? He sticks him <laughs> with the knife. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Seriously, I was like, I was honestly like, geez, why did he do that? I, I mean, the guy was, I mean, sincere or not, right. it didn't seem like a death sentence. Right. You know? but, and, and Yeah, but he, he, cut, he cut the guy. Yeah, and uh, he, uh, he must have a, like a drawer full of those knives somewhere. Because I think oh, yeah. it was the same knife again. It's his signature, you know, so he's just got those. Right. Yeah, I guess those. so. So he's probably got like a bunch like with his name engraved on him. <laughs> you get him <laughs> like on Alibaba card. or AliExpress. You get him in bulk. <laughs> you know. um, so now we'll, uh, we'll put a link to it in uh, the <laughs> website. We'll put it on. Uh, yeah, where you can pick up that knife. Tracks on the site. By the way. Oh, wow. So this kid, sorry, I didn't. I just wanted to look, uh, see if he showed up again in the show. Um, yeah, and but I got sidetracked because when it popped up, it went to ER, and he was in a hundred and seventeen episodes of that. So he was someone oh, big damn, in that he show. Did all right. Yeah, yeah. No idea. I never really That's watched cool. ER. That's cool. So. Well, it's it's a good transition. He went from being a patient to, a to uh, maybe that's where he, yeah, he got the idea when he was you know recovering. He's like, I should be a doctor. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, um, he was a paramedic oh, in news radio. <laughs> but after after the uh, the colonel got stuck, um, got shanked by the the dude, his body laid there overnight apparently because the next day <laughs> they're like. They're like, and this is like on the sidewalk in the middle of. DC. That's right, because it was nighttime. Kind of when it happened, right? Yeah, it was in the the next day. They're like, oh yeah, a cop found him about an hour ago. It's like, what? <laughs> well, maybe they thought um, he was just napping. Yeah, and and Hawk is all pissed off, um, and he he runs into David. Well, doesn't run into him. He's at like the crime scene. David, the number two yeah. in command, and he's grilling him about tracks and. He's like, you know, well, he was under the colonel's command, and he went rogue and was doing private contracts. And Hawk's pretty pissed off, and he's like, "You guys used him." Right. I didn't get it. I'm like, "What the hell is Hawk mad?" I, I just, I didn't get. The guy went rogue. Doesn't sound like, you know, did they right. use him? I don't know. It doesn't he just, sound like yeah, that, he's just so. trying to say that he used him too much and kind of let him loose and kind of yeah. ignored him. But I did like how when Hawk asked him, you know, the background, what's going on. He starts talking. He's like, "I don't need a novel. Make it a short story." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. So now Hawk goes to the daughter's house, right? Yeah, or the symphony. No, it was, I think it was her somewhere. Yeah, somewhere know. where she is. Uh, and, right. <laughs> I didn't write down everything that happened here, but basically, he's trying to find him. You know, whatever. He's like, right. your father has climbed into a cosmic hole, and I am, and I am the only one who could find him. I'm like, what? He's a oh, soldier without that? a uniform. Which that one isn't that weird, but I just started tuning stuff out. I guess. But. <laughs> I, my only notes here is that they argue, and she cries, and he walks out. Right, but he so, does say that you know he's sick. He needs. He doesn't know just when to stop or whatever, and doesn't know anything else besides that. So, um, yeah. So now, now keep in mind where we're at here. Okay. We've got this rogue soldier who is looking to kind of sneak out of town. So his daughter goes to meet him in like a bright red (laughs) coat with a big red hat. Yeah. You know, she might as well have been wearing a hunter's jacket, (laughs) bright orange. Right. Right, or like a neon sign, and uh, so they show up, like you know, in the shadows, and then uh, Trax is like, he senses that Hawk is there. Right, it's like his spidey so, senses go off. Yeah, so 
he, he and Hawk chat and, um, you know, Hawk's like, dude, I can help you, man. I'll, I'll help right. you get out of here. Let's, you know, you need to blow this place. And he's like, he thinks Hawk is like just feeding him a line of shit. He's going to kill him or something. And help me out here because basically he's got a gun on Hawk. And, and Hawk's he's like, you know, and Hawk he's doesn't like, have a gun I'll on kill him, you. right? No, so Hawk just turns around, starts walking away. Right. And I want to say the guy shoots him. He shoots at him. Or shoots at yeah. him. Now, this is a trained soldier at almost point blank well, range. Well, I think he purposely missed. I think he was just trying to get him to stop, I think. You think? Oh, no, no, no. So he was like walking. Hawk. Hawk was walking or turned around. And right. he dove out of the way at the last second. Like, he knew when he was going to shoot. So then he dove, and that's why I missed him. Because Hawk is that good. He can dodge bullets he like dove. Neo. <laughs> he, he dove out of the way of the bullet. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. And then, so he's... I, I did write Hawk ducks. And he's crouched somewhere. down. And, I, you know, something else happened. It ends up Hawk throws... He shot. He, like, no, counter shot. he threw a knife in his belly. His knife back at him in his belly. Oh. Remember, and then he goes over there. He tells his daughter, okay. "Call an ambulance," but he doesn't say it like that. He says, "You know, in some weird ways to call an ambulance." And <laughs> thou calleth <laughs> thy ambulance. And then uh, he tells Tra- uh, tracks basically tells him when his daughter's gone. He's like, "Finish me off." You know, I don't want to live. Whatever, I don't know. And he's like, "No." Right, right. He's like, "That's not going to come from my hand or whatever." And then he walks away, and there's a gun there, and you see him kind of reach and pick it up. And Hawk keeps walking, and the guy ends up shooting himself. We don't right. see it. You, you kind of think he's going to shoot Hawk. But right, you're not sure, but Hawk knows because he's cool like that. Yeah. And that's that. Right, right. That's the end of tracks. Yeah. So then we go, you know, it's not over yet. We go no. to the kid in the wheelchair. Because we got to finish this football practice. story all, for some reason. He's all, he's all beat up and taped and bandaged <laughs> and stapled and everything. And and Hawk basically tells him to suck it up. Like, <laughs> right. He gives him try, like, some kind of pep talk, but it's like, you know, pretty much like, you know. Yeah. Deal with it, Look, kid. Look, chump, what? What do you got? Two broken legs, a broken pelvis, and internal bleeding? <laughs> yeah. When I was in Nam, I get hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been hit by so many cars; it doesn't even hurt anymore. Oh uh, man, I, I got I got a clip actually where there's a little talk between them because he's you know the kids upset up obviously watching the kids play mostly because I think he knows the kids are going to lose all the games without him. But um, here we go. Lionel, should we go? Yeah, let's get out of here. Never should have came in the first place. This here life is over for me anyway. Another one's beginning. Well, when's that? After I crawl out this here wheelchair and start hobbling around on crutches? Nothing's gonna happen you don't make the effort. Point is, right on through here, football's the only thing gone in your world. And life is still gorgeous. Like college. If a sports scholarship is out, you can still win an academic one. You hear that? Yeah. Chances are slim, dude. <clears throat> I think academic then, scholarships are Hawk... even harder to get than football scholarships. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. <laughs> then Hawk kicked his ass. Just right. Point. Hawk kicked him out of the chair. Now get the fuck back up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you want to complain? I'll give you something to complain about. Now, granted, this kid's got broken legs and a broken head. He's not paralyzed. So he, you know, it's not like he's never going to walk again. But obviously, football's out of the picture. But, right. Right. Um, but, but Hawk, is, Hawk is a little, you know, a little bit, like you said, tough love. Maybe a little bit extreme for not being his father or related to him in any way, shape, or form, and having just met the kid <laughs> or really, three days ago. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even know the kid. You know? <laughs> He's in no position to be given him any kind of advice. But uh, uh, when I was your age, <laughs> oh, but then we then we run into David, the number two, yes. the Colonel sidekick, right? And it's nighttime. And Hawk is still wearing sunglasses. Right. And I didn't notice if throughout the rest of the show, was he always wearing sunglasses, even at night? Most of the time, especially when he wanted yeah. to is look cool. The... When he wanted to be more yeah. stealthy, that's when he wore them. Because, you know, it's harder to see you when you have sunglasses on. 
It's kind of, it's kind of like your mask, right. I guess. So so he's wearing sunglasses. It's pretty much you know pitch black out, and he aims the gun at David. They exchange some words. Yeah. Uh, at this point, I stop listening to words. I'm just watching the pictures, and he aims his gun at David, and I think he pulled the trigger and it was empty. Right. You know, just to kind of scare him. But then he he does say, "Whisper in the right ear." Right, because well, what he says, he's like, "I'll give you something worse." Uh, you know, with a slower death, he's like ruination. He's like, you know, basically like he's just gonna start telling secrets about him, and it's just gonna get through the place. So then, like, no one will work with the guy, and that's when he said, "Like whispers in the right ear." You know, I'm like. Okay. He's probably like, yeah. whatever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I really don't understand what you're saying, but just don't shoot I me. I don't understand. And um, what is he? I wrote down here. So, Oh, yeah. So I wrote down here. I'm like, so does he stay in the city after threatening this guy? <laughs> or, like, or does he? Yeah, right. I don't know if he stays in one spot the whole time in this show. Like, Spencer for Hire was in one spot. Like, I don't know if a man called Hawk, if he, like, I don't know, wanders around where people need help, like the Incredible Hulk. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I don't or, think so. Or the A-Team. <laughs> the Yeah. I think he's more like, that's probably his home base for, for I don't know, I'm guessing. but Yeah. Maybe. I, I'm... I'm looking to see. I mean, maybe they only intended it for it to run one season. Let's just go with that. <laughs> yeah. You don't think so? I have no idea. Uh, no idea. Yeah. So it's a spinoff after the recently canceled. It's always a good idea when a show is canceled to spin off something from one of the characters after the show is over. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, the Wikipedia that said Hawk had a clean shaven head well before Michael Jordan and other celebrities popularized, popularized the look of nineties. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he set the trend. Right. It doesn't yeah. say here about it. Um, no, I, you know, if it was it in just, one spot, I don't know. Time. I'm gonna take a. I guess that this might be the only episode we do <laughs> of right. the show. No, but, I think this is a unless one-off. somebody comes this up is, with like, is, yeah, I think this is a one-off for. If somebody comes up and says, "Hey, you know, like, I don't know, Greg Brady was in, you know, I don't know, like, just for some reason we would, it would have to be something special to make me want to watch this." Oh, again. this is interesting. Not that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean, not, not that it was terrible, but uh, it, it, I mean. It just wasn't great. So I'm I'm just looking at this. You know, says Hawk in subsequent films. He said he reprised his role in some Spencer for Hire movies. He's like additionally, the character appeared in two TV movies with no connection to either Spencer for Hire or A Man Called Hawk. And one time it was play, the role was uh, played by Ernie Hudson, which doesn't seem like the cool. <laughs> I mean, Ernie Hudson's great and everything. Don't get me wrong, but like. Doing the cool ass vibe like uh, Avery Brooks did here. I don't know. Yeah, but then again, I mean that. It, yeah, he he did seem naturally cool. I'll give him that much. Yeah, but then again, like if I I like I knew of Avery Brooks from like I didn't watch it that much, but Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and I don't know, maybe he was a badass in that too, but I just didn't think he was. But I could be wrong. Mm. So I didn't I didn't really watch that, but. So, Mike and I, I guess in our last episode, and I had forgotten that we were like, we need to come up with some sort of rating system for the episodes. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then, so, we got an email. Um, shoot, now, oh, now I freaking can't find it. Oh, yeah, here we go. From Daniel Hanna. So, at first, I thought this was spam. I'm sorry if you are listening Daniel Hanna. I didn't mean for this to happen, but because <laughs> it comes across, it just says, you know, you know, moonlighting episode, it says suggested rating system, and it's like VCR pluses. 
And I just, in my brain, I just totally forgot about looking for a rating system. Like, what am I getting this email about VCR Plus? Because it's going to the podcast website. And then, like, I literally, it was like half a day later, I'm like, oh, shit, that's what that's for. I forgot. So thank you for the suggestion. I apologize also that I didn't respond back to you. Because um, at first I did think it was spam. Nothing personal against you, Daniel. Sorry. It was just the way it came through on my phone. It looked funky. Um but Mike, then I was on my Mike phone, has, and I can't respond to podcast emails on my phone <laughs> for whatever reason. I could only get them. <laughs> you know, has Hawk not taught you anything? You got to give some tough love here, Mike, and just be like, the hell with it. And I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. I, I was I trying to be, like, non-apologetic okay. and tough, like – and right. tough like like uh, Hawk, but it's hard. I couldn't to be like anything. Hawk. It it takes a lot of effort. It is hard. I mean, um, it is. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Too soft. Right. Yeah, we're we don't we're not cool enough. Gotta work on it. But then uh, Mike came up with rabbit ears, or whatever. Was there other options? Yeah, like the TV, right. TV antenna. Yeah. Rip, rip I don't even know if we need a rating system. I just wouldn't rate this. Uh, what, two and a half stars maybe? I mean, because it was, you know, it was kind of yeah. cool. He was kind of cool. But it. I think there was too much going on. I think they could have focused more. Like, you had a couple storylines. You had tracks. I mean, it's all really one storyline. But you had tracks. But you also had the colonel thing. And then the kid thing. And then him with the old man. I just don't. I just don't see the need for the basket, the football kid story. No, no, me either. So, anyway, well said, Mike. Yes, and you're right. But I don't think we'll do another one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you know, upon request. But otherwise, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all right. So, any other thoughts, Mike? Uh, no. Yeah. I don't know if it's our next episode, but I did tell Mike I saw a good episode, or an interesting episode of Heart to Heart the other day, where they were on yeah. where they were on a train. And at first, I'm like, "What would these people be doing on a train?" But it turns out there was some sort of um, strike or something at LAX, so they couldn't leave or something like that, or an airline strike. I don't know what it was. So they were on a train, but there were so many people in it. You had Doc from Love Boat. You had, uh, who else did I say? Florence Henderson was in it. <laughs> and oh, wow. just like a whole who's who of 70s TV people in the Love Boat. In the, uh, that sounds Heart fun, Heart though. We should do that. Yeah, it, it it did look fun. I didn't watch all of it because I didn't want to ruin it for myself. And also my wife came yeah. downstairs and she's like, what are you watching? <laughs> we are not watching this. Right, yeah. pretty much. I mean, she did for a while because, you know, brought back memories too. Sure, sure. Anyway, all right, yeah. So, uh, man called Hawk. Meh. That's, a, that's eh. about it. At least for the first episode. Meh. Maybe it got better. I don't know. But you may never know. Probably never will. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else, Mike? Nope. That'll do it. All right. For this episode, I used to watch this. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We'll see you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUSEDtoWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUSEDtoWatchThis, Twitter at IUSED2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUSEDtoWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.